All right, guys, here we go. Nordy's podcast. What a great show we have for you guys. We have Do We Care. Let me tell you, we do care. Hot Rex. Uh, what we're watching, we're going to talk dark. We're doing our Marvel rewatch on Infinity War. We're ending with another super hot Nordy's rates. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well, man. Stupendously. How are you, man? I'm great. Uh, we got an awesome episode ahead. We had so many people, so many very fine people, um, put in uh, suggestions for uh, Nordy's rates this week, so we can't wait to get to that. And uh, we got some things to watch. We're going to finally get back to our Marvel rewatch with Infinity War, and uh, we got some hot wrecks. We got all kinds of news. It's going to be a great episode. But before we do any of that stuff, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app and Spotify and get the Nord East Podcast directly to your phone each and every week. Oh, yeah. Thank you. We have a ton of episodes. How many episodes do we have? 384. 384. It's like the number of people at Trump's rally yesterday in Tulsa. Mm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're, each. we're we're giving you two episodes every single week. Um, so give us that five star review and help spread the word about the Nordies podcast. Uh, I feel like finally life is is uh, feeling more normal. Whether it's that you've gotten into some routines at home or you're back out in the world a little bit more, um, and I feel like it's a great time to listen to a podcast as you kind of figure out those routines. So help spread the word about the Nordies podcast and uh, tell your friends to. Uh, Hop on board with the best and the hottest podcast in Northeast Minneapolis. Well, well done intro, my friend. Yeah. You that was a flawless, super clean and quick. We were at like a minute twenty five, and that includes Jimbo and I like pausing and saying something stupid. So nice. you you crushed it. That's my fault though, because I set you guys up for those yep. stupid things. And we don't. I said stupendously. You. That's, <laughs> that's what happens when you set us up like that. I set you guys up for it, and like the, I think the funnier part is that you just haven't gotten like canned answers for those things yet try to mix it up it's 380 some episodes and we still just don't know he just said four 84 384 all right uh he ruined it yeah yeah so guys um before we hop into the episode we have uh awesome beer in front of us uh so what are we drinking and how excited are you guys to be drinking this so it's not a local beer company, but I kind of feel like they're semi-local. Because they're always going to get a pass, though, because they're a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we're at Toppling Goliath from Decor, Iowa, which is just a little like hop, skip, and a jump over the border. Um, it is Pseudo Sioux, which we've we've had on here many times, but this is a different variation. This is the Mosaic Dry Hop version of it. And I don't know, man. It's pretty freaking flawless, it's in so my good. opinion. It's I really love good. this beer. I, I think that Toppling Goliath is part of this. Like, I think they're close enough and they would, you know, they're in every liquor store in the Twin Cities. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just kinda, feel good about supporting them, too. I feel like they're good neighbors and I feel like they're respected in the beer industry. And so, I don't know. I like everything that we've had by them. And I think if they had their druthers and they could pick up the brewery and move it like 20 miles north into Minnesota, they would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Let's just speak for them. They'll do it. Yeah. They would if they could. All right. So, uh, something we're going to do is uh, we're working on some bets, okay, or some challenges. Um, (laughs) Challenge update. Challenge update. So, we haven't talked about this in a while. So, a few months ago, um, you guys might remember that James said he could eat 
10 Doritos Locos Tacos. With, without in, blinking. I generally eat about that in a week. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about in one sitting. In one sitting, he could eat 10 Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell. Um, so yeah. James is having some second thoughts on this. Can you tell us why? Well, okay. So somebody recently sent me a meme, and it was Heath Ledger's Joker, and he's like, you know how I got these scars... I like and that then, impression. By the okay, way. it was all right. It was half-ass. And then below that was a picture of tortilla chips, as you know, <laughs> especially the ones in the Mexican restaurant where they make fresh can be quite crunchy and abrasive. <laughs> and that's exactly what these Dorito Locos are, are like, but even worse because they get the sandpaper texture from the <laughs> the powder, the cheese dust, the yeah. cheese dust. And so I just imagine not only <laughs> the corners of my mouth, my tongue. The back of my throat, that's all part, these things. That's part of the challenge. That's like saying, <laughs> no. "Well, I, I, I could eat ten habanero wings, but I can't." So I'm gonna, is, I want to do twelve. No, medium habanero wings. wing is about can you handle the heat, not about can you eat ten wings. This is not about can, how, how many, hand, how much can I cut my mouth up. How many blazing challenge be, wings could you eat? Ugh, I don't know. I don't. I think fuck I could eat that. two, and then I'd be in trouble. Yeah, I don't. I don't get down with the hot I, challenges. I I'll, mean, I maybe would try, but I'll tell you. Um, the, the only I think the only way you could do it if you're inexperienced eating hot things like that is eat as much as you can as fast as you can before the pain like really sets in. Yeah, and then, then it's gonna be all over your for face sure. and your nose. Yeah, and you're gonna be nose. miserable, but you you know that going in. Like, there's no that's just part of it. So anyway, let's get yeah. back to Jimbo's challenge. So I was just trying to switch it up a little bit, and I said I would tack on two tacos. So I would do ten, a full dozen tacos if they're soft tacos see I, and i'm I, trying to get them to accept these terms it's two more tacos and it's supposed to be an eating challenge so here's here's what i will not a fucking pain tolerance challenge <laughs> i will stipulate i will give you crunchy tacos and you add two more but i'm not giving you oh. i'm not giving you soft shell soft shells a cakewalk you can just crunch that stuff up i think ball. we put it up to our <laughs> listeners okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Put it up let me listeners. just try to let me negotiate a little bit more how about we do one extra t- so 11 hard shell tacos and do i have to eat all the little crunchy pieces of yes the- oh, you have to consume you have to consume everything <laughs> oh. i'll let you get away it could have some of the same problems but at least it's not that like it, it, it eliminates the cheese paper. dust and the sandpaper the cheese dust, yeah it's tough that's tough so i gotta do 12 of those 12 hard shells okay. is is 12 as, hard that's shells. as low as i'll go how about this how about this 15 soft shells oh my god 12 yeah. hard shells or, or 10, 10, 10 Doritos, Doritos Locos. Locos. Yeah. You're, you... Now I want to go back to the Doritos <laughs> Locos. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna think on this. I cannot make okay. my decision right now, but let's get into an interesting let's, challenge. Let's get some feedback, that, though. Yeah. Let's get some feedback. So if you're listening, hit us up. Tell me directly which one you think I can handle easiest. If you want to knock out five quick as a listener, let me know how that went. Um, I can tell you some... how it goes. <laughs> okay. It's not fun. <laughs> Ryan's so... done that many. Been, Here's another one that Eric is so convinced that he's an amazing swimmer. And this is not the NFL one. And drinker, no. apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so why don't you put forth the challenge that you would like to undertake? Okay, so my challenge that I'm giving myself is, um, give me. Can, can I have until the end of July? Yeah. Okay, so between now and the end of July, I need to find a pool, okay? And I'm going to get into the pool, and I'm going to tread water, and I'm not going to stop treading water until I drink three beers. 12 ounce, well, I don't care. They can be Coors Lights, whatever you think you can crush. I want but. Um, a session. How about that? Like a good session beer. So like a, a Founders okay. All Day IPA you, kind of thing? No, no, no. Like a like a, <laughs> like some kind of like fruity citrus what? summer beer. Okay. Wouldn't you rather just have a Coors Light? I mean, sure, but like, okay. it seems easier. Well, you can pick the beer. It just needs to be alcoholic beer. And I feel like I could drink the Coors Lights in 
not enough. It wouldn't be enough of a challenge. Oh my god. Okay. So, oh, so there's a lot of facets at work here, though. Oh my god. What are we wagering on this? Because I, <laughs> I think we've literally beat Eric in every bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like he this. can never. He loses get a things never all the time. Bet. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, there's a lot going on. You got to be able to. I don't know how long it takes to drink three beers, but I would say it would probably take me at least ten minutes. So I don't even know if I can tread water for ten minutes, let alone with either one arm or maybe no arms so I'm so a, here's the thing i'm gonna you drink use, like donald trump i'm gonna two-hand it <laughs> but just here's the, the left for a little added support so here here's what eric doesn't realize is going to happen when you're treading water mm-hmm. you and have filling your belly so well you have like a center of gravity right yep. and your arms use you use that to keep from tipping backward and forward mm-hmm. and your legs okay. keep you afloat but your arms sort of keep you steady so when you take one of those away, all of a sudden it turns into like uh, leaning way far on one side with a canoe and still paddling. And what I, happens when you start to and get then, out of breath? And then if you tip your head back mm-hmm. to drink, your center of gravity goes even worse, which he's going to have to do when he gets down towards the end of that beer. Right. So I don't think this is going to be as easy as Eric <laughs> thinks it is. No straws. I feel confident in this. So You shouldn't. I feel very confident. <laughs> that make, Okay, that makes me even more confident to bet money against you. <laughs> yes. How about this? How about this? How about this? I don't have to bet anything, okay? I have to buy the beer, and I have to do the challenge. Okay. So if, you have to buy three Coors Lights. If I do the challenge and I pass, okay, and you guys deem that I did the challenge properly, yeah. you guys have to together buy me the I Would Die for John B. t-shirt. Yeah, that's fine. I would love to buy that for you. I'm going to buy that for you anyways. But yeah, deal. All right, Done. this is going to be great. Now, I can get you a pool. However, we agreed to those terms. Are we do we put are we putting a time limit on this or are we saying he I has I mean, I'm going to drown if I don't do it. Like So, I got a I got a day pass to the YMCA. So, we'll get you over there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sneak the cores in <laughs> in the duffel bag. Lifeguard steps up. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. This is so important. We're going to I'll fake just, I'll fake drown on the other side of the pool so we'll they're not paying attention. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to do it like um we're going to do it like uh uh always sunny. Okay. With the wine in the Diet Coke can. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, I, like I got that. a quick question. Are you going to be wearing a t-shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, get in the way. So the, big, uh, the biggest impediment we have to this is a pool, is access to a pool. I got a pool. I, well, I don't have a pool. No, I don't have a pool. I live in fucking Minneapolis. Someone but get us a pool. Um, we'll get you the pool. Vaunt- it's got to be a deep end pool. You can't be like, to truly tread water, you need some room. This is, one of what I'm most worried about, catching the beers you guys toss me. I'll hand deliver the Well, they beers. can be floating in front of you, like the full ones. No, they sink. Beers got sink. This. So, um, Barter, what challenge are you going to do? I don't know. He's growing his hair out, remember? Yes. I'm, not, I'm not doing the Ray Allen challenge. Yes. <laughs> the Ray Allen challenge. Um, okay. Well, we'll find something for you. Uh, I think Barter should... Let's think about it. Okay, we'll think. How about this? You guys send in your what you want Barter to do for a challenge this week, and we will pick next week. I love that. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I got about... one right now. Learn how to play Dust in the Wind perfectly on the guitar in two weeks. Could you do that? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be something different than that. Okay. So uh, we're moving on now to uh, Do We Care? I know you guys care about those challenges. Um, we're going to start out with my favorite show. Actually, it's not my favorite show. Siesta Key on MTV. Oh, came out with the last part of their season. It was their big summer show. And uh, in the afternoon before the season started, it came out that Alex Campo, Campolinikas or something, but they call him Campo. He's the 1-800-ASK-GARY kid who's like the second biggest star on the show. 
a bunch of his old racist tweets and or Instagrams, Instagram uh, comments, yeah, yeah, came out and they were really rough, like really bad, like really like unforgivable, full blown N word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like just not not even there's no there's no excuse to be made. And so MTV made the decision on the day of the of the uh season starting to cut him out. They went from having a 2-hour episode to a 40-minute episode and they cut him out um every word he would have spoken was cut out. He was on screen for about 3 seconds and they're going to work to cut him <laughs> out of the rest of the season. Um what are your guys thoughts on this? Like not not just snarky like Siesta Key sucks like no I know, is this I know. is this a good thing well look that whether MTV you like the show or not it's a very big show and Netflix doesn't have or excuse me MTV doesn't have a lot of big shows anymore um, so this is actually a big deal like we may not watch it but younger people definitely do and Eric does so um, to me I mean I've seen a bunch of the show uh, it's not for me but I get it that's like actually pretty entertaining there's beautiful people the drama seems fun. Um, I don't know what kind of a show there is without White Shrek, um, a.k.a. Alex Campo, whatever. Uh, but you got Juliet, so I guess you'll be fine. Do you think it's, I mean, do you think that was enough that they did that or just pull the whole show? And I think given the amount of time they had, it was the absolutely correct decision. I mean, it's hard to just be like, we're yanking the show completely from the air. They, they've yeah. got advertisers. There's people there there's on the finan- show that don't financial- deserve that. Yeah, exactly. There's financial consequences like to the company in general, to the show. They could get sued. You know what I mean? Like there, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that, that could happen. I think they made the best decision with, I mean, Eric, what was it, like four hours or something before <laughs> it was going to air? <laughs> and you had and all they chopped of, the shit out of All it. of social media being like, are you going to kick him off the show? And then they like literally cut him out. And the problem is, is that... It's already filmed. It's already filmed. Yeah, so there's and, not like they yeah, can be like, hey, you're the gone. The editing is a huge part of yeah. it. And the show, especially the beginning, was going to be a lot about him. So I applaud MTV. I thought they did the right thing. And I think that the more people who do the right thing in the world, especially big companies... Um, you know, you saw North Face boycotting Facebook this week, trying to get rid of hate speech. You know, you see Bravo, um, which is the biggest network for cable network for women, um, cut all these people from Vanderpump Rules. You know, people st- standing up to racism, standing up to hate speech, even if it affects their their bottom line. Right. And I think that needs to be applauded. Yeah, I agree. So you'll have to care. keep us. I'm curious what the rest of the season looks like. Is there another episode coming in a couple days, or is it tonight? Or Tuesday. What? Tuesday. You think it's going to be in a full hour? They'll have. I it think a full it's going to be a point. full hour, and I think it's going to have the most of him for the rest of the time. I think it's going to be like we need to get rid of him in a storyline. He's not going to speak, but we're going to just kind of tell you what happened and just kind of write him out of the show. And then all like the C grade storyline <laughs> characters are psyched. Yes. They're like we're getting a real storyline. Yes. Yes. Exactly. All, all right, right, guys. Next up, uh, Netflix. Do we says, care? I yes, I do because it's it's interesting, but I don't care about the show. Correct. All right, Netflix has a show called Cursed coming up. Um, James, tell us why we should care about this. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, it's it's a pretty big budget show. It's kind of like it looks a lot like The Witcher, but I think this is going to be a little bit more um, like a PG thirteen vibe. And it's the story of the Lady of the Lake. If you remember, like the Arthurian legend, where she came out with the Excalibur sword. This is like how she got cursed and what her role is going to be, and I'm sure it's going to be much expanded besides, you know, women in bodies of water distributing things. It's She's not a, a witch. Not a basis her. of government. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, the trailer looked pretty cool. 
it's coming out on July 17th, I think. So, you know, as Netflix does, they just drop shit on you. Uh, all their productions are apparently in secret. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it, try it, JC3 it. I am kind of over like King Arthur lore in general. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the trailer yet, but I'll that's going to be a wait and see what the JC3 comes out with. Comes out with. I would say that there's only like a 10% chance that I ever recommend the show to anybody. Can you guys tell me any King Arthur story that you do like throughout your whole life? I mean, the only... I the mean, Sword I like Sword of the Stone shit yeah. was cool. Like, they made some animated movies on that. No, so I, I did like... Um, I did like the movie Arthur. Um, was it was it just Arthur or King Arthur? I think with, there's probably been both. Well, the one with Kira Knightley. The sword, Arthur, the rock, the the stone, King Arthur, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. I'm making them up, but you won't... No, but you there's like... Tell yeah, me. yeah. Like, I guess the, that note has been played so many times that you just sort of like it's like all the iterations of robin hood like it it kind of yeah. gets loathsome wow loathsome even after a little while so um i don't know it, it's an interesting it's supposed to be side a quest right sure it's an interesting it, yeah. side quest to to consider um i'll just have to wait and see i'm okay. going with king arthur and the knights of the round table the animated superhero show where they like had like Weapons. And How did I know Eric was going to come out with a '90s cartoon? Oh, that was going to be great '90s cartoon. Uh, was it? Yes. I don't know okay. about great, but it was something to watch. Um, later on tonight, I'm going to play you guys the theme song of it, and you're going to be brought right back. I'm, Ooh, okay. I'm leaving. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have Thirty Rock is coming back for one last hour on July 17th. Is that really the date? I think. I hope. Okay, because that's the date I just said the other thing was. So now I feel like one of them's July seventeenth. <laughs> one of them, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Sometime in July, everyone will have to check with all that extra time you have at home. Yeah. Um. So we think it's July seventeenth. Thirty Rock, one hour special. Do you guys care NBC. about this at all? Yeah, I care. I loved that show. I care a little bit. Do I think I, this is going to be great or even as good as any of that stuff? No, probably not. But as long as it has uh, Jack Donaghy and Liz Lemon involved. And a little bit of sprinkling of Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, who's yeah, the yeah. one guy who's just unbearable? Jack McBrayer. Is he the, the guy who is like the? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's just all. He's excited. like the the guy who got married in in breeding Sarah Marshall, but he's like yes, afraid yes, of his wife. Yes, yes, yes. Hate yeah. him. He's. Oh, <laughs> chill out. I can't. I can't. He makes me not watch the show. He's his role is limited. That's the thing. It's, too much. it's a sprinkle of him. I don't care about this. I won't watch it. Okay. I, there's nothing that could happen that I would watch this for. Wow. That hurts. No, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Will you watch it live? Maybe. Depends. Depends on if it comes out the same night thing? as Cursed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we found out that Dune, a movie that everyone is really excited about, when we get it, who knows? But um, Dune the 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 first footage is going to be seen at the um, re-release of uh, Inception. So last week we talked about um, Inception coming out for ten days in theaters before Tenet comes out. Tenet pushed back those ten days, and uh, I don't know if we talked about this, but AMC is going to be opening up opening up theaters, no masks for anyone. No, they changed their mind. Oh, they did? Now they're going to require masks for everybody. Yeah, because that was insane. It was insane. Yeah. They were like, hey, we're AMC and we don't want to be political, but no one has to wear a mask. But like, that's being political. Yeah. yeah, that's caving oh, to gross, political. Gross. It's how, not political to wear a mask. That's just a science. How am I going to eat popcorn, though? 
you just open the top and dump it in like a trough and then chew until it's gone and then you drop another scoop in there. Just to <laughs> jump the it's no hands. right into the mask. The mask, yeah. <laughs> it's like a feeder system. <laughs> yes, it's a feeder system. I love that. Dump yeah. a, if it gets if it's too crunchy, just drip a little soda in there so it mushes up. So, yeah. so Dune footage is going to be seen before Inception. Does this make you want to go see Inception? No, I'm not no, because it's going to be theater. It's going to pop up online eventually. It should be called Infection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think the move. Is I think gonna, we. I think we shut off the pod right there. Yeah. That was, that's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> I think the. <laughs> I think the move is to go see the most, the least popular movie though. Yeah. Like you go to the theater and you just are like, what is no one buying a ticket to? And they're like, oh, you know, this 2010 Christopher Nolan thriller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Ding, ding. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even think of a movie that was going to come out. But yeah, it just I think that's the I think you could have like a theater to yourself. Yeah. I mean, like whenever Black Widow comes out, I will be very tempted to strap on the mask and, and get in there. That'll be the only thing. I will go. Because, I mean, the theaters we go to, too, I mean, like, you're at least two and a half feet from anybody. Depending on where you're sitting, you could have the two tables in between the seats, and you'd be fine. You'd be pretty far away from everybody. So I'd be pretty comfortable doing the VIP thing, like I would probably do anyways, because that's how I roll, and I'm pretty snobby. And I like to drink high well, end whiskey when I watch these movies. As a baller. (laughs) Yeah. As as a a baller. Coming from one baller to another. (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) All right, uh, next up, the Academy Awards have been pushed back by two months, just like everything else has. Okay. I mean, other than uh, Jimmy Channels going for the 10 for 10 challenge, I don't really care about the Academy Awards that much. I I more care about how you do in our challenge than who actually wins. I'm so disappointed (laughs) because for a minute there, I thought that you meant Jimmy Channels eating the 10 Doritos Locos Tacos. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I did say 10 for 10. So like, I was like, yes. So how about that? How about we push the challenge back till the Academy Awards happens, and then you mm. have to eat on camera the Doritos Locos Taco, and then give your pick. Oh wow! Ten times in a row. Nah, because then he gets the timing time is between. so crazy. I really need to get in a rhythm here. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, uh, we don't care about that. No. Nope. Uh, next up, Jamie Foxx will be playing Mike Tyson. I love it, dude. Is that all Jamie Foxx does? I feel like he's done a lot of biopics. He's Ray. He did Ray. What else was he? Okay, was that, it just Ray? no, no, no? It was that that. Uh, Please find me a second one. So I'm no, not just making something. It was he the was guy in... that that was like the musician, but he was like a schizophrenic, and someone discovered him yeah. as a musician yeah, or whatever. So he did that one trying yes. to get him to play in like a, a concert hall, and he couldn't do it. Like that was another biopic. Um, I had to dig deep. So for that he one. likes to do these, but dude, so he's bulking up and he's pretty ripped, anyways. But like he wasn't Mike Tyson in his prime ripped, but he might be now. With well, the aid of whatever substances and you know supplements he can take, there's but. no way. What, Jamie Fox is what like five seven. Oh, you think he's little? There, well, but, but so is Mike Tyson. Isn't but Mike Tyson Mike was fighting Tyson's as a, huge. Mike is he like he's, over he, six foot? Is he like he's six? a heavyweight though, dude? Yeah, that's like two twenty five and above, or like no two forty. So he was isn't fighting 240? at 240, 250 or something like that. I don't remember what the heavyweight class was in like 1987. This but is I the know type you, of encyclopedia shit we, especially with sports, we look to you for, right? I was seven years old. Like, <laughs> but you got to be, like, you have to, I mean, you have to be big. I think Jamie Foxx is a little bit smaller. I mean, that's like saying yeah. uh, Will Smith was the same size as Muhammad Ali. Like, it's yeah. just not, 
I mean, even yeah. though they look like it, he's not the same size. As I mean, Muhammad I think Ali. that, but that casting was good. I think this casting is good as well. I'm a bad man. I like, mean, that was, plus he's gonna he's gonna nail the lift, but like he's gonna like every time Jamie Fox tries to do comedy and he does his own characters, he always does like a lift anyway. So like, well, did you hear him? It's gonna like, be perfect. Do his impression of Quentin Tarantino? Yes. Brilliant! Just, uh, it, yeah, he, he nailed it. Is is like kind of unbearable as I think Jamie Foxx kind of is. Is like a, okay, as a person, okay. like a look at me, look at me. I have person. it. I have it, guys. You got the the actual. I have stats. it. I have the stats. Okay, right. so um, uh, okay, so Jamie Foxx is five nine. Okay. Wow, so he's pretty short. Oh Mike gosh, Tyson is five ten. Okay, okay. Uh, Mike Tyson weighed two forty. Jamie Foxx says that at the time he started filming this movie or whatever, he was weighing 216 and that by the end of filming, the plan is for him to be at 230. Okay. So he's going to be an inch and 10 pounds lighter. That's not bad. That's still pretty the camera much. adds two inches and <laughs> 20 gonna pounds. He's going to look just that's, like Iron Mike. Yeah, that's really close. That's a Damn, lot closer than I didn't than know I they were both so short. That I, makes I me feel no good idea. about myself. I would have guessed Tyson. Because I'm 6'2". So. I would have guessed Tyson was 6'2", 240. That, I think that makes Tyson even that more impressive, fighting heavyweight at 5'10". Right. Yeah. And just and slaying, everybody, slaying yeah. everybody. Okay, so my only that's issue cool. with well, this is, perfect. is that Tyson has been turned into a caricature a, 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 yeah but he's been turned into like a hero this, yeah this funny pot smoking you know pigeon loving yeah weirdo but he's yeah. also like he's also been turned into like uh what's his, his name uh henry what's the guy who fought the the train john henry john henry you know he's like he's like this mythical figure mike tyson is now but mike tyson was like not a good person he was a horrible he human was like being. a bad person he was like beating people up and like raping in jail women for rape and yeah. like he was doing bad stuff so i and guess he lost every dollar that he ever made mm-hmm. so i i i am a person who believes in redemption and I believe in rehabilitation, and I believe that in a healthy justice system, someone can make a bad mistake and can pay the, the price and then can have a path back. And Mike Tyson, as a celebrity, has had that path back to being a beloved figure in pop culture. Mm-hmm. I hope the movie tells that same tale. Yeah, the real gritty. I want it to be like Mike Tyson was a bad person and like look at him how he's turned his life around. Not like So if Mike the movie Tyson ends will- with like his 18th knockout in a row and he's just on top of the world and he's a hero, that's not the story. You think you need the fall from grace. I think so. And, and like, then we, we obviously it, it's not the story of Mike Tyson without it. Right. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. And so I think that that there's a way to tell this story that's going to be really powerful and there's a way to tell the story that's going to be, you know, weak. And I hope that they go with the right one. Okay, I care. I, I do care. Care? I think I care. I, I don't know. I think I care. I, I think care. if we were to dreamcast Mike Tyson, Jamie Fox would have been in the top five. Oh, he'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I think age wise too. He's a little bit older, but he'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, go into hot wrecks. Okay. So Jim, you had a big hot wreck this week. Something you're really excited to talk about. What have you been watching? So I got into uh, the reality TV mode a little bit, like you, Eric. That's not like you. But this is this is like a reality TV competition, which I consider in a different level. It's a subcategory. And it's called Alone. And maybe you've heard of it. I think it was on, Ryan, you said it used to be on... I thought it was Nat, Nat Geo. Geo. or Discover. I mean, it's it feels like one of those shows. Because it even... The only thing that is annoying is that it does that cut from the action to commercial break. And then it has to reestablish 
who is who you're looking at and the overhead that. shot. Yeah. You're like, dude, stop. I, like, I know. no commercials here. I remember. Edit yeah. that out too when they edit it for right. Netflix, right? But so anyways, um, these fucking people get dropped off in the middle of nowhere with 10 items that they get to choose, you know, like a tarp, rope, I don't know, whatever. Knife. Knife. Knife would be good. Maybe it's a, a sol- bow. It's a solid one. And they have to survive as long as possible. And it's crazy how gritty and realistic it is and people are getting sick they're getting dysentery they're like um you know they're falling and breaking their legs and at any time they can take out a sat phone and call in and say i'm tapping out and they get picked up within whatever many hours and it is wild so i mean I'm watching, they are they are alone they alone. are truly alone yes. and they're all in the same region but they were it's so such an expansive space like the, i'm watching season six and i had never seen any of it before and it's 10 people get dropped off like way up in Canada, right in the Arctic Circle. And like it's fall time and the winter comes in and it's just, I think I'm, I'm down to the last episode. They come into the last episode of three people. And it's just like people have dropped out and, and some people just go crazy and just like, dude, I miss my family. I'm I can't do this. It. I can't and, do this. Yeah. yeah. And they're like relatively doing fine. And dude, you learn so much. It's really like extreme camping. Yeah, this that's is, what it is. This is my brother's one of his like top three, I think, favorite reality. He's kind of outdoorsy survivor guy too, right? So I mean, like, yeah, l- yeah, a little bit. And he he loves uh, he lives in Seattle, so yeah. like you know, there, there's a lot of like outdoor camping and hiking that he does too. So, um, but yeah, he, the he's bangs. the one that turned me onto it, and he was like, "Dude, you have to watch this." And so I started watching it, but then we cut the cord with Comcast, and then I lost the ability to watch the Nat Geo. But ah, now that it's, that it's on Netflix, I'm definitely going to get back into Look, it. Look, I haven't seen the other seasons, but season six has been awesome. Um, I do want to do one with a very different climate, like one where it's like on a desert island type very of situation, hot. which yeah. I think they do them all over. So if anybody has watched a show and loves it and knows like season three is the best season, let me know. And I'd love to pick because I'm going to watch another one right after this. It's fantastic. Cool. I watched like... Nine episodes in four days. Okay, how long do you think you guys could last? Oof. What do you have to do to get out? Well, I mean, nothing. Die or give up? Oh, what do you What do you do to get out of it? You have to say something. You have to say I'm tapping out. Okay, so how long until you said I'm tapping out? What climate is it? Is it hot or is it cold? Um, it's uh, woodlands. Temperate. Let's say it's yeah. Let's just say it's temperate right away. Like maybe it's like forties and fifties. How many, like, how many like, mosquitoes are going to be around me? Mm. Um, imagine it's like that, that might be they, that might the winter be gets five hundred thousand. So it's not like it, it's no joke. I mean, imagine it's like northern Minnesota. Like I know that's not totally realistic, okay. but just this imagine. honestly feels like the weather and the the okay. animals and stuff we have. It's like just. I think I, I think I could make it a couple weeks. <laughs> Whoa! So I think that yeah. might be the bet. Barter's new challenge. <laughs> so I think I could make it a couple weeks. Um, the only thing would be food. I'm not. I don't. Uh, I, well, I don't know what I would make do. It a couple. Weeks. Well, no, but I'm saying like <laughs> I would have to do a little bit of research on yeah. what you would be able to look and hunt for to well, like scavenge. Get some, like if if I have no prep. I'll make it four days for sure because like, I won't eat the like whole time. If they were if they were pulling up in a limo in thirty minutes, Unless I would I like make it happen to stumble upon like a blueberry patch. I'd make it forty eight hours. If they're pulling up in the Tahoe right now to pick me up and drop me off in northern yeah. Minnesota, and they're picking ten items for me, I'll make it until Tuesday. Right, right, right. So you get to bring ten items. Um, they would be like my my episode would be like episode one, day one. Um, he burned himself with a lighter. <laughs> he can't start a fire. <laughs> He's freezing cold. Like, will he survive? It's like me crying through the night. Yeah. Can you bring Flint? Like yes. something to light a fire with? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's day, a little bit different. Day two, it's like, they're like, 
He has no a bow, guns. Can't bring. He a gun. has a bow and arrow, but he's lost all arrows yeah. and he hasn't hit anything. And then day <laughs> he keeps th- shooting him at the top of trees to get squirrels and misses and never sees his arrow. Again. And then it would be like day three. He ate poison ivy, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just tap out. Uh, he drank dirty fucking lake water and got dysentery. <laughs> Been pooping ever since. Um, I think I'd make it. I think I'd make it five days because I don't. I don't count on food at all. I'm not gonna catch shit, dude. These people are like snaring rabbits. They're fishing with like just a line and a hook, like doing it with their hands. It's crazy. These people are unbelievable, and they all need the money so bad. Okay, so uh, you also watched a show called Crossing Swords. What can you tell us about that? I'll spend less time on this because I'm still the jury's out on it. So do you remember like uh, you know a robot or Adult Swim, whatever? Like Seth Green did that stuff, all that animation, claymation, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So it, it's his team, or I think most of it. It's definitely him doing a lot of the voices. And it's like, uh, you know, medieval times, really silly. And I do realize that they draw most of the humor from adding the F word a lot. Like, you know how like some comedians probably wouldn't be that funny if they had to clean up their act? I'm worried that this is that. But I did laugh a little bit. And it's like, you know, 25 minutes of pretty silly stuff. Um, it's... You know, there's like these, it's like little like wooden models that they use. And there's mm-hmm. like, they're like naked and having sex. And it's just like super silly and crazy. Um, I think the jury's kind of out on it. I'll probably watch like maybe one or two more and see. But I don't know. Generally with an animated show, like if it doesn't grab you right away, it's probably not get that much better. So like the Matt Gr- Groening one. Yeah, right. I tried. And that was. What was that? disenchanted yeah disenchanted yeah quit on that too boring actually i didn't quit i totally finished it and i'll probably watch more but it wasn't good so forgettable yeah so i think uh i think this isn't a wreck quite yet all right here we go better late than never um we're going on a speed round so you gotta you gotta get your point across quickly uh barter last week james watched uh defy bloods you watched this week what are your thoughts everything that he said was spot on i think it's one of spike lee's best movies it was really entertaining. It was sad. It mm-hmm. was really funny. Um, it was like a really interesting look at the consequences of the Vietnam War. Yeah. And that's that's putting it mildly, right? I mean, because so, there's so many fingers into that type of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, you, you start like, especially in this day and age, you start questioning like, God damn, it was really bad for black people for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And the you know, there's ten percent of the population, but thirty five percent of the troops were black in the Vietnam War and that type of thing. Like and always just, doing the worst shit. Yeah, just just awful. But they they found this this bond and this brotherhood. Um, and then the ending is just wild. Yeah, like to say the least. What? Yeah, I mean, um, what's your Rotten Tomato score? Uh, ninety one. Oh wow, I think I gave it closer like an eighty two, didn't I? Maybe somewhere in there. I, 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 I think it's a, it's I think it's a ninety-one. Like you, like you nailed the Del Rey Lindo thing. Like he was fantastic. Yeah. Like he was awesome. A um, couple of the side actors and actresses were meh, yeah. but you know you got to cut cut costs somewhere. So yeah. um, overall, I thought the movie was fantastic. Sweet. All right. Uh, you also watched Django. Django Unchained. Oh, first shit. time. First I mean, time I, like the, somehow all these movies like kind of lined up and felt really relevant watching too. Uh, Django for the first time was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievably good. Um, especially since the last uh, Tarantino movie I watched was Hateful Eight, which is... <laughs> Bit of a step up. Like basement level Tarantino. I mean, I think Tarantino. for everybody, Django should be in the top three. I would agree. Tarantino movies and Hateful Eight's his worst, so... 
I love Django. Jamie Foxx, again, was fantastic. Leo was great. Um, Christoph Waltz. Yes. I think he was better in this movie than he was as Hans Landa. Wow. Or whatever. Nice. In Glorious Bastards. Which Had I more love. to do. More to do. True. Second billing kind of here. I love Inglorious Bastards. And he was like so terrifying. But I think he was just a much more fun, likable personable character i got and you got to see him kind of stretch his legs a little bit yeah he did more so um yeah i really love this movie brutal though eh like a little, a little bit the silly. dogs like, and stuff the, like the whoa. blood spatter was a little bit silly yeah, at times like where it's exploding like exploding people yeah, that's especially at the end and yeah isn't it crazy how it's essentially like a superhero origin story you know at the end he Basically. goes in with with two guns and kills 40 people like it, it, only a superhero with 12 bullets could do right yeah. could do that and then at the end he kind of puts on his cape and he gets the girl, and they ride off, and it's like, oh, now he's Django yeah, Unchained, it was, it was officially. Like, superhero Western. They needs to be, or there never should be, but it calls for a Django, too, because now that he's established, right? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Directed it's, it's, by Michael Bay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I'm glad you finally watched it. It was what's fantastic. Your, what's your score um, on that? I would say probably like a 93. Oh, yeah. All right, next up, you watched Good Time. Good, good time. Okay. Oh, he's on a roll. So, yeah, sorry everyone has to listen to me no, drone no. on and we're, on. We're going Safety Brothers again. <laughs> so, Safety Brothers uh, most recently directed Uncut Gems, which was phenomenal. A couple um, of New York Jews just dropping crazy shit they wrote and directed themselves and on a small F- budget. And F-bombing everywhere. <laughs> yes. um, so, this was um, one of their like originals. This is like a, a Cannes Film Festival favorite or maybe it was South by Southwest. I forget. Like Toronto Film Festival, all those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was... Uh, not only directed by one of the Safdie brothers, he also starred in it or was like Didn't the second star. Didn't realize that when I watched it. And then he also scored the entire movie as well. So all of the audio music was done by him. That's why it's all like synth and, and weird. Yeah. So this is a movie where basically nothing happens. There's a bank robbery at the beginning, which isn't giving away the plot that no. happens in the first 10 minutes. And then... Not exactly thought out. Robert Pattinson is this uh, older brother who's like making just one decision after the other, trying to get them out of the scenario of robbing a bank, which, you know, you're most likely going to be caught. And his deaf brother, who's kind of autistic also, like it it definitely has some some other issues. He's the one that's like trying to um, get his deaf brother to do all these things with him. And it's awful and it's stressful and it's not a good time at all. No, not a good time. But it was a really good movie. Yeah. Like, but if you don't like being stressed, like Eric, this movie's not for you because like you're going to be stressed for an hour and a half. It is a tight 90 though. It is. Like you get in and out Thank pretty quickly. God. If it was any longer, I, I would have probably turned it off because it just gets more and more desperate. Yeah. All right. You watched uh, The Social Network. I Holy the social shit. Network. Dude, <laughs> I'm just crushing it. So I had seen only bits and pieces of this movie. I'd never seen it front to back. And I thought given the times of like where this company is at in the focal point of everyone for better or worse i thought it would be cool to watch maybe a little bit of the origin story aaron sorkin directed yeah jesse eisenberg uh, uh F- david fincher directed or sorry maybe sorry fincher did sorkin write it sorry fincher i i, I apologize I, maybe sorkin wrote it though I don't fincher know. um jesse eisenberg andrew garfield justin timberlake um uh, rashida jones is in it like his little bit part um lots of lots of big names uh it's a pretty good movie um, if a little silly at times, Andrew yeah. Garfield was by far the worst part. Um, I didn't enjoy his presence at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, Justin Timberlake as Sean Parker, Jesse Eisenberg kind of nails like that. Army real- Hammer. Oh yeah, Army yep. Hammer as the twins. Oh, both. Uh, Rooney Mara 
is, yeah. is the girlfriend. So anyway, um, I like this movie. I'd give it like an 85 that overall. It's, a, it's watchable. It's entertaining. Um, like I said, Eisenberg really nailed that like robotic, cold nature that Mark Zuckerberg's, you know, human Mark Zuckerberg yeah. seems to project. What, what's um, his line? Like, if you had invented Facebook, then you would have invented Facebook or something. Yeah. It's like, ooh, mic drop. Yeah. So how would the score though? Wasn't that Trent Reznor? And the other guy, I forget who his partner okay. is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really good. Uh, really entertaining movie. Um, kind of just leaves you hanging at the end though, too. Like yeah. there's like you're like, I know there's more to this story, but th- it was made in 2011. You're so. like, and then they stole elections and sold everyone's data around the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. End. Yeah. Then they ha- were full of only old people and spreading Karen's everywhere rejoice. Conspiracy theories and hate speech. Um, I'm about done with Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Jim, you watched Inside Man. I watched it a few weeks ago. You watched it now. What'd you think? So Inside Man, for some, I mean, if you listen to this pod, for some reason, we keep bringing this fucking movie up. Another Spike Jones movie. Or uh, Spike, Spike uh, Lee. Spike Lee movie that won't die. Um, and we've watched it all now different times. And it was pretty good. I can see how it's a little dated at times. It's like a bank robbery movie, right? It had a lot to... So we, when Money Heist was out and Eric was trying to get everybody to watch it, Ryan was watching it. It was like, this is Inside Man, you know. Well, and it, they're, they're, they take a lot of like the pieces of it of Inside Man when they made Money Heist, but it is they tell it from different points of view. For and sure, it's different. But but the 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 general plan is literally ripped from Inside Man. Everybody kind of wears the same gear, and then they kind of try to mix in and whatever. Um, I liked it. It wasn't. It's was supposed to be twisty. I had a couple of the things figured out. Like, I understood how he was going to kind of walk out the front door. I got that. I didn't really get what he was going to do when he was not amongst the, the you know, hostages that were all taken. Um, and then I realized that, that that's what they were doing, building that little, like, fake room back there, which was pretty cool. Like, I didn't get why they were digging. And that was, like, his literal one's like, that's a nice shithole. I didn't really get that that was literally supposed to be where he was going to poop for a week when he was, like, hiding in the bank. So right. that was kind of cool. Um Jodie Foster was fantastic. William Defoe. I mean, it had a really good cast, and like all the acting was was phenomenal. The writing was great. It is twisty. It's fun. I probably give it an eighty-four. That's a great score, which is a wreck. Hell for, yeah! For no, like a I was, ten-year-old dude. Movie. And my wife and I liked it. We were into it. It's way too long. It's oh a little my long. god, is it long? It's like three hours long. It had three endings. I only needed just the one. So yeah. that was my maybe my only ding. Subtract two points. Otherwise, it's good. yeah. They Lord of the Rings deal a little bit at the end there. Holy god. Yeah. But yeah. All right, so I didn't do a lot of watching of uh, things that we haven't talked about before, uh, but I am on my rewatch of Dark, which we're all doing now. So we're all at various points of Dark. Um, in this week, I, I think it's the 27th? Is that yeah. Saturday? Crazy. Saturday the 27th, the final season of Dark drops. It's the last, the beginning of the last cycle. So if you still aren't doing this, you need to check it out. The show is the best thing on TV, I think. And you've now you've switched your viewing experience. Yeah, so I'm watching it in German this time, and it's better. It's way better. It's better. Which I, is weird because it's a Spanish show. No, <laughs> no and, and guys, I <laughs> how many times have I gone on here and told everyone that uh, it's my favorite show on TV? Watching yep. it in English, right? So you watched it the first time all the way through two well the two seasons that are out um, with English dubs, which are pretty good as far as dubs go. They're, they're pretty good, but they have to change the writing so much 
that. And there's a lot of like kind of long voiceovers with really kind of like almost poetic, you know, speech about time and existence and creation. And the problem is, and is that the dubs are great, but the acting is so is good, so good that you're missing something without it. And so even though I'm annoyed and I know people on here are listening right now and they're like, I'm not watching a show that I have to read subtitles. And I felt the same way. And I'm promising you that it is worth your time. Because you watched it both ways. I've watched it both ways. Yeah. I thought you go it was... Bo- you go both ways. I go both ways. <laughs> he yeah. goes both ways. And going both ways, I thought it was perfect the first time watching it in English. And mm-hmm. it's better the second time in German. Yeah. This show is so good. It 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 can move slowly. It can move fast. It doesn't matter. Anything that it does has been perfect. And season three, they are going to have the opportunity to wrap this thing up in a way that it will finish as one of my favorite shows ever. Yep. I will also say this, just a, a small caveat. So we usually have closed captioning on because our kids sleep relatively close to where we watch TV. So we just always have that on. Well, we started watching it in English dubs, but the closed captioning was on. And I would say about 50% of the time, the... Mm-hmm. What is said on screen does not match the captions. Yep. And the captions, the captions are better. Yes. Like that seems more like what they were trying to say versus, but like you said, it shows how different they are. Well, German is such like a, it's either like a very fast spoken language and they're going quickly or like the way they say things is super lengthy and as opposed to like the way you would say it in English. So like the English dub is a little bit shorter and then you miss some of the context, but then the caption at the bottom is much longer and much more descriptive. So yeah. it, they, they definitely miss something there in the translation. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the other thing is, is that, um, so when I started watching the show, I thought it was going to be almost a horror show. I, I don't know why. There's definitely aspects. Just, but when I that, when I started it, it was it was well, it's called dark, and it looks it was dark. It like was a, a it was a kid that dies in the first episode. It's, yeah. it's like, kids being taken, kids yeah. being tortured, um, masked people coming of from caves. I I kind of thought that like there was such a mystery about the cave and these missing kids and some of the torture stuff. Well, and the music like doesn't lend itself to being like, oh, this is just going to be kind of a thriller. Like it makes mm-hmm. you feel like something bad is going to happen. I thought yeah. it was going to be horror, and so I think that that might turn off some of our listeners as well. That it looks like it's going to be such a scary show, but it isn't. It's a mystery. Yeah, there it's, is. It's there's, way less scary than like Stranger Things. Stranger Things is like horror wise, way scarier yes. right, than this right, show. Right. This show is a thinking show. It's a battle that I don't want to talk about right now but it will end up as a battle and you'll see that and it's just a really smart well thought out show so i really want people to go watch this the final season it's a three season show it's gonna be 30 episodes that's we're guessing oh, i think uh second season only had eight didn't it so yeah. so somewhere in there 26 episodes something sure. like that i mean this yeah. is not a big watch um if you're still well, looking for stuff to do you might need to watch it three times it's, yeah it's like then and a 52 minute episode feels like an hour and a half yeah sometimes and I, and I will say this too the other thing is is that um i watched the full the full seat the full first season and loved it and then i read this review and it was like dark is pretty much about these three or these four families living in a small town and i was like what yeah four families i don't even know who these families are and i had already loved the show so right it's there's it, like you know the Tiedemans and the whatever the and Nielsen's the, the Tiedemans the the Tenen, the whatever. Dopplers yes. and the um bur, 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 uh, the Kuhn, Kuhnwalds Kuh, yeah Kuhn, yeah Jonas Kuhn, so, Jonas Kuhnwalds so there's four families and everyone pretty much falls into one of those four families and even if they don't currently you can assume by the end of season three they will yeah right but then you get them at one two or even three different timelines um. 
and then there's myst- you know mysterious characters that come in that don't quite fit, but then you learn later. I mean, and then they keep revisiting. But I will just say this: if you don't understand anything for the first five episodes, keep watching. They will keep revisiting these events and these characters, and they don't add a lot of characters. Also, don't they feel just, bad. Yeah, don't like, feel bad because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, in fact, on Netflix.com, you can go and like filter what episode you're at. And then it will change this diagram and you can use it to not have any spoilers, but tell you all the characters and what you should know at that point without any reveals. Because there's all these amazing reveals throughout. So there's guides and help. And if you have questions, just DM me because I'd love to talk about it. So we're like lukewarm on dark. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. I haven't been as excited for a television event in a really long time. Since like Battle of the Bastards level like when game of thrones was peaking that was big i mean i was more excited about game of thrones just culturally because i knew everyone was also watching the pizza rolls yeah and like i wish that people were were watching this with us and so i i feel really excited you're doing your part i hope to get everyone it's a hard sell and i get it it's a hard sell i know people are gonna watch it and they're gonna be like i don't know this is boring like i'm just gonna go back to watching selling some siesta key Uh, all right, guys, um, let's move on to our Marvel rewatch. So we took a week off last week. We're back this week. It was a heavy week for us because we watched Avengers Infinity War. Big movie. Boy, oh boy. Wow. I thought that this, I probably have watched this movie 10 times. Really? I'm not kid- yes, I'm not kidding. And I liked it more than ever this time. It, it yeah. is, it is huge. Um, it starts off by raising the stakes um, higher than they've ever been. Yes. So you start with the end of Thor Ragnarok. I know that there there is uh, um, uh, Black Panther in between. But at the end of Thor Ragnarok, you see this large ship, which you know to be Thanos' ship, or you learn to be Thanos' ship. And you start this movie with no music, which is totally different than their usually kind of fun starts to their Marvel movies. This one was no music it was just like distress calls over a radio and i mean it was the ultimate cold open of cold (laughs) opens like for real you get the children of thanos and uh thanos in the background kind of um murdering half of the asgardians um stabbing uh what's his name the keeper of the heimdall heimdall stabbing heimdall he's dead he, he dies you get uh thor is so beaten that he is just like not moving on the ground um you have loki kind of lurking around this whole thing you're there they have lost the fight there isn't a fight to even have um and so this was as wild of an opening that we've ever seen in a superhero movie i mean they killed two big time name characters very quickly killed heimdall killed loki. um loki and destroyed thor and the hulk two invincible characters and i think they, luck- put, luckily, they had it it's a good setup because really when you think of like power rankings isn't thor and the hulk right up there thor and hulk of the avengers are probably the About as strong two as they most get. powerful avengers besides yeah. uh captain marvel who we are not to yet right so huge huge opening huge and opening. we had never seen uh Thanos really do much of anything and here we see him you know giving a soliloquy and we see him fighting and we see him 
killing and using the, the infinity stones and he has one and he gets another one right away so it's just like all right this is going to be intense as fuck yeah thanos has mostly been like a talking head to right. this point like like almost like a, a like the office he's been like he just post- pops up and says a few things and he sounds in, scary in and then post credit really, scenes yeah. right yeah he's pretty much only been in post credit scenes I believe he was in guardians right when ronan went to see him yeah, but he, or whatever. Yeah, he was just he's like, but but he's like, um, he's like, he's like the faceless kind of man behind the chair in the shadows. So yeah. he, he's kind of there. He but was like the first time we saw Snoke in yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of have you've kind of you know the 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 big comic book nerds knew what was what was coming, but um, pretty much they had teased him for a decade in post credit scenes, and now you see him in action, and he is dismantling avengers with ease like with ease like hulk got lucky hulk would have been dead mm-hmm. if he hadn't been oh he he says rainbow roaded back home they try right. to help him and <laughs> ebony ma one of the children of thanos is like no 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 let him have his fun right yeah. and then he just destroys hulk so i mean it's a real show of power um he gets sent down and you get this uh this new combination of um hulk uh tony stark and uh doctor strange doctor strange which is really cool um you get another big battle in um uh new york city yep which is really cool with the spaceship there and then you get uh spider-man joins into the fray and then it's it's all out war they had the opening scene which was bonkers Mm -hmm. and then they gave you like a five minute reprieve where tony and pepper were having a nice little conversation about tony giving up his uh heart monitor yeah his defibrillator and then it was like they just pushed the gas pedal to the floor and away we went Mm -hmm. for the remainder of the movie right there was no break yeah there really wasn't um most most scenes i guess the only other break i could think was when they jumped back into when they introduced scarlet witch and vision what they were doing which is probably the weakest part true like you said, he uses that was his like, powers to wear a sweater. So I love that. Line. But that was like two minutes. No, yeah, it wasn't and then much. It and was then like, they have a big fight right. scene. So, um, yeah, man, I was I was really impressed. I think my favorite part is still the part where Thor shows up on the ship and then Star-Lord and him kind of square off. The banter. Like, oh. like fake, you know, manly manliness and stuff. <laughs> I mean... Did you just so make your voice deeper? Yeah. Like, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is how I always talk. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, it had me cracking up again. And it's so great because they're pretty much going to just do movies together now. I think we, I I believe I remember talking about this with you guys. I think they must have done a lot of screen testing and a lot of um, conversations amongst like the characters and how they would interact because they had to sort of like group these guys together that had never been together. They knocked the groupings out of the park. I I was just going to say that they, they knew that there was too many people in this movie. So they gave you like four movies on top of each other. Right. And everyone had critical parts and plenty of screen time Mm -hmm. in these little little crews. missions. And they were all on their own missions. And then, you know, over two movies, over five hours, those missions will all combine and come together. But just how they did it and how they weaved it all together was so beautiful. It was a it was a theme of or a, a, a thing of like thematic brilliance, like how they were able to write it and then translate it wonderfully on the screen to where 
you not only believe that like uh, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange were just as smart as each other, but in different ways, and that sort of worked really well. And then you throw like Thor and Rocket together, which is just crazy, but they're both kind of aliens, so it worked. Yeah. Uh, like everything, all of the pairings that they had set up, you know, Captain America sort of leading uh, all of the ground troops, you know, in a way, like right. all of Captain that. Captain and Black Panther in Wakanda. Fantastic. With, with a couple others, with Hulk, Bucky, with and Black Widow, with Scarlet Witch, Bucky. You have Rocket and Thor and Groot. You have oh, yeah, group. the yep. Guardians um, with Gamora, and you have Tony Stark, um, Doctor Strange, and Spider Man. Yeah, pretty much. And then eventually, so who's the harder Drax movie? And- you know, every all these movies they have a huge ensemble cast, but they sort of give one person the emotional heavy lifting. I have my answer to it. I know, like in the next in in Endgame, we'll say Iron Man. But what's who's the heart of this movie? Okay, there's um, only one answer. Okay, if I had to pick one answer to this movie, um, it comes down to three people to me. I think I'm going to pick a random one. The two that miss out for me are um, Iron Man, who over the two parts of this movie is the biggest deal. Yeah. Um, Thor, who does a lot of emotional lifting and loses a lot and um, has a really cool arc. But I am going to say that the most important character in this whole thing is Gamora. That's my answer. Yes. Yep. I mean, she's, they explore her relationship so great. with Thanos. You get her backstory. You obviously get her death, which was shocking, I think, to people. Um, she grounded the whole thing. I mean, and she, Zoe Saldana is so good. Even in fucking silly face paint, green face paint, she's still just phenomenal. Well, she did it with Avatar, so she's yeah, well-versed. She's in, good yeah. with the face paint. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah I, agree. I loved her in this. I thought that the way they set up getting the soul stone they did such a good job of making you think one thing and like to pull off misdirection Mm -hmm. in a comic book movie is really difficult and it got me again yeah like i was like oh yeah that's right he's gonna lose his mission yeah nope that's not what's gonna happen so there was definitely like some emotional depth to all of that can i nitpick two things or are we ready to continue praising yeah no no no. um for the finale you know we watched all these movies in a row so i just watched black panther and to have another finale big showdown in wakanda on the ground like that uh big waves of people coming and fighting felt very samey to me i was surprised that after black panther they still decided to set that showdown there um, where I it was where like, else would I they have said it? Um, New York City or like on Titan, to... maybe they have a fight. I, I don't know. I, you could but have done the Wakandan, a lot of things, but... the Wakandan technology and defense it is made the total only... sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if... The, I, I can't rewrite it. To me, it just felt like, oh, we're sort of doing this again. Um, and then the other thing is like, they just could, can't fix the Hulk. And no. for him to have this like uh, erectile dysfunction fucking metaphor the whole time was just such a sleeper to me. Yeah, I agree. So what... He also I, had, he also had such a, sorry he had such a small amount of screen time though too yeah. like relative to everyone else that him being like come on big guy like every once in a while didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to yeah. like because I knew it was going to happen and then he kind of had a cool scene you know at the end but at the same time it was like you shouldn't even be in this position but they so fix him for the end game too well smart Hulk was the, always the way to go I wish they'd done this earlier so the best thing to me about the whole Hulk thing and Hulk is a character I hate um, but so they had the the movie we watched a couple months ago now that was so bad the Incredible Hulk or whatever 
Ed Norton. Oh, it's just horrible. So they decided never to do another Hulk movie, but they wanted to give Ruffalo one more movie. So instead of doing a Hulk movie, they gave him major roles in three big movies late in the series. In Thor. So you have Thor, where he is stuck as the Hulk for over two years. Banner has no control. Then in this, he loses badly. He can only be Banner. Which also means Banner has no control again. Yep. And then finally, he is Professor Hulk in the third one. And they're supposed to be kind of the three parts of his movie. And so I kind of... I get it. In the end, I get it. But he's nitpicking. Yeah. So that's a good nitpick. I don't know if I just don't like Mark Ruffalo in this or what. He just has no charisma at all. So so to me, um, the other thing I really enjoyed about this was um, just the end. um, How you have two massive battles back to back which is seems almost impossible for a not final movie but you get uh the battle on titan with the guardians spider-man doctor strange and iron man iron man versus thanos and they're literally like throwing planets at each other and um the the fight scene with thanos and tony at the end where tony really earns his respect but he can't even harm him with his very best right the all that for a drop of blood is pretty it's <laughs> a pretty, pretty vicious cool comment um he stabs tony brutally and they give up the final stone giving up the infinity or almost giving up the infinity gauntlet and uh yeah i mean that was that was a crazy scene then you get the huge battle on wakanda and i think that the maybe the best part of the movie to me is when Thanos shows up and like oh my all God. the heroes are just like he's here like holy yeah. shit and then he just effortlessly buries all of them right the only one that I thought I thought it was such a cool scene and it's like the Thor hammer scene was like the pause when Captain America catches yeah. the infinity gauntlet and he's like oh shit that was this guy's kind of badass that was cool um and, and then, then but then he thro- then he flicks him and throws him <laughs> to the side but it was still like a cool it still was. was a cool moment. So. Great moment. Um, so I like that. And just the fear of the Avengers even when he shows up. Like they're just like, I can't, what do we do? Um, then you get a huge twist with Scarlet Witch. By the way, how irresponsible that they didn't kill Vision so much earlier. Yeah. I mean, just negligent behavior. Um, between um, Star-Lord uh, punching him in the face yeah. and them not killing... Um, they asked for the snap. They asked for the snap. Like, they if, he, <laughs> if he wanted to hurt Thanos so bad, why didn't he just like shoot his arm off with his guns? Like Shoot him in the arm with your guns and then you can rip the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, from- the thing was is that like if Doctor Strange hadn't been such a dick and let them destroy the Time Stone, then none of it would have happened. That was the one... If that thing still exists... You can destroy the other stones if you want. He's still going to be able to go back and get them. Yeah, I just think that like they could have destroyed two of the stones on Earth and he would have been insanely powerful, but he would never have had the gauntlet. So then you get the moment with the snap, which do you get the Hulk uh, Thor hitting him with the hammer first? Yes. Hit, yeah. Thor hits him with the hammer and it goes I, in and he pushes it in farther. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. This movie keeps tricking me. And then you still get the snap and he says, you should have gone for the head. Mm-hmm. Gets the snap still. And then I think this is one of the best moments in movies in the last decade. 
when people start oh, dusting. Yeah. The dusting and the silence, like this just eerie. All, all of it went away and it just turned into like you standing in a field. Like you felt like you're standing in a field and the wind is kind of whooshing by <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're just seeing people turn to dust, literally. It just like, the, it gives me the chills every time I watch it. Was when Peter Parker said, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. It oh, still gets me. Oh. It still like gets me in and the back like, of my throat. Yeah, oh. was he saying I'm sorry and yeah. whatever? I mean, that was. I don't wa- he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to go, oh. dude. That's oh. yeah, very hard to watch. And it's like these aren't even real people. Like I this know. wasn't like I a know. real thing. Yeah, I know. It was I, excellent, excellent I stuff. Thought this movie was amazing. So let's talk about the end what credits then. The end credits scenes. All we had didn't we only have just one? You got yeah yeah. You got um, the intro to Captain Marvel, kind of yeah. like the teaser for her. Yeah, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson getting getting dusted. I liked the big budget though for the end credits. Yeah, really. The helicopter crashing into the building, the big car crash scene. Seriously, all of it. I mean, they went big budget for the end credit, and that was great. So I I thought they knocked this movie out of the park. So let's score it overall, even with the nitpicky stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, 93? I'm going to say 95. Yeah, I'll go 96. I wow. I thought this movie was... It's top tier. So I still prefer to watch Thor Ragnarok, I think. You know what I mean? Thor like, Ragnarok is Something that fun just the whole cracks time. me up the whole fucking time, but... Um, oh, you know, I mean, the, but they're different stakes. To, like, totally, completely. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, um, fuck, this was great. And I'll, I'll be... I can't wait. Now we get to watch... What do we have to watch next? Two Ant-Man and the Wasp. movies... Before we get to... Have you watched Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Yeah, you, you would have had to, to watch. You haven't seen it? No, I have. It's out in theaters by myself. Oh. You that's, you would have had to watch it. To was under, it movie pass my, days or... Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it was like it was like summer as a teacher days where I was just like, I got nothing to do. I'm going to go see Ant-Man yeah, and the Wasp by myself. Yeah, a 10 a.m. matinee yeah. for six bucks. Yeah. That's beautiful. So we'll watch that this week. Let you guys know what we think Which about one are we, are we watching Ant-Man or Ant-Man are we watching Wasp is first. Captain Marvel? Okay. Captain Marvel, Endgame, Homecoming, or Far From Home. And then we're done. Yep. So Ant Man, Captain Marvel. What if that, that might bring us pretty close to Black Widow, which would be cool. That might might line up nicely. Yeah, so what, we'll see. Isn't Black Widow in like November now? I thought it was like October ish. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't we're know. gonna have some time off. I guess we're gonna have some time. Um, yeah, so watch that with us, Ant Man and the Wasp. You can find it somewhere. I think it's on Netflix. Now. It is on Netflix because there's still some sort of a deal, which is why Endgame or sorry, Infinity War wasn't on Disney Plus because it's going through the end of July, I think, yep. or something like that, and then it'll switch over to Disney Plus. <clears throat> All right, so guys, here we go. It's time to go into Nord East rates. Yes. So God, I have opinions and want to share them. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you want to hear them or not. Yeah, here they come. Sorry, I'm just looking up a couple things for us. All right, so here we go. We're going to start with Nordy's rates. And remember, the rules are these have to be our own ratings. We can't compare them to someone we know or give some reason that someone we know likes it. This has to be our own opinions on these things. We have to rate them yep. between 1 and 100. And uh, yeah, that's the only rules. Coffee's you, still the leader in the clubhouse yeah, with you, 100. You guys, the fans, mm. are the reasons that we have these so every week we have a ton of people sending these in we have more people sending these in right now than trump had at his rally in tulsa it's fun to pick from 
Yeah, and I so, think we're going to try to give a couple shout outs to folks that, that submitted them. Yeah, as, so if you don't get see. a shout out, we're not giving everyone a shout out, but we're going to try. We'll get to you at some point. Um, so keep, keep submitting. Send, keep sending them in. We're going to try to give you guys some shout outs. There's some people who are sending them in every week that are really good. There's a ton that we didn't pick this week that were really good. So if you really want one, keep pushing us on it. Keep sending more. You don't have to just send one either. There's people who are sending tons of them. So there's a lot to pick from, and these were the ones that we picked for this week. So first up, we're going with live laugh love signs <laughs> all right give it the shout out who came up with this one that is alger beer ventures alger beer ventures good stand-up instagram local beer community people um so thanks for this so, so live laugh love signs uh it's very karen this is karen's <sighs> world now we're just living in it I mean, I don't want loving in it i don't want to be mean on this one and i am a, i know i'm a villain on this show many times i don't want to be a villain on this one i hate these okay (laughs) and i don't i know someone who is i don't know anyone specifically but i know dear listeners of ours who i care about you Mm -hmm. and i think you're great and that's your style it's not my style have these up have these up and i don't want you to feel bad or think i'm coming at you too hard so i'm gonna try not to be too much of a villain i don't like these my personal style is not live, laugh, love. If you need that reminder every day or you need to post it's stuff, eat, drink, whatever. Fuck. That's what you... <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm about to leave. <laughs> this one's not for me. Um, I'm going to give live, laugh, love signs uh, a 12. Wow. I was going to say 15. <laughs> it doesn't personally offend me, but I do feel like it says quite a bit about... The person, and not necessarily negative things, they may want to leave a negative review at, a, or, or like, they may want to live, laugh, and love, and then give the person a 10% tip instead of a 20% because they didn't like their attitude. Um, that doesn't mean anything. It's a 15. I mean, you're assuming a lot. Of course. Uh, but I agree. I, I think the sentiment started out cool. It's it tur- It's turned into like soda clothing around here. You know, like the... Uh, I'm going to pretend to wear camping wear, even though I've never been camping, Yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. And I think like I've never held a canoe paddle, but I'm going to wear the crossed canoe paddles. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. It, it just it it's not a representation of their belief system, but rather a cliched, uh, cheap, decorative piece. Yeah. So I would never allow one of these not allow, but I don't want them in my house. Okay. Um, so I'm with you guys. I'll split the difference and I'll say 13 and a half. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to need an even number on okay. this. Uh, 13. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, um, this reminds me a lot of the saying that's like, dance, like no one's watching love. Like, yes, you've never had your heart broken or whatever. Like it's the same thing. Like I get it. I get the message. I. Just, it's not for you. You're not, not about living, laughing, or loving. I hate, I hate those things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next <laughs> those are up, collectively a three. Next up, we have Velveeta cheese. Ooh, Velveeta. Velveeta. I feel like I feel like Ryan. Why don't you start on this? So I think Velveeta has its applications. Yes. I think, you know, if you just went to like slice off a block of Velveeta and or a, like a square and like pop it in your mouth, you'd be like, this is disgusting. You're a, well, you're a psychopath. Yeah, nobody does that. Yeah. But you throw a little microwave bowl, mm-hmm. a little uh, old El Paso salsa. Okay. A little milk and you heat that shit for three minutes and you get some tortilla chips I mean, and now you got like a $3 nacho snack. It's like, phenomenal. This is, it's perfect. And let's be honest, 
the liquid cheese you're getting at most places is probably some version of Velveeta. And some of it's good. Chipotle like, isn't good. Like the best, most natural cheese doesn't really melt into this delicious. It congeals quickly or it gets chunky or burned. I mean, like they thought, let's go with the texture while melted first. And we'll cover the rest exactly. of our bases after. Exactly. We're going to let you deal with the melting. But yeah. here's a block of it if you need it. So I, I'm going to go. It's not the best like if you were to really make like a legitimate mac and cheese by making like a roux and slowly adding in milk and then adding like really nice cheeses, yes, I'm sure that tastes a lot better. Mm-hmm. But if you go like Velveeta shells and cheese, holy shit, pretty solid. Good? Yeah, I'm gonna give it like a 71. Wow, I'm giving Velveeta pita cheese a <sighs> That's 71. Really high. I mean, okay, number one, the first thing you should know is that it's not as it comes off the line, it's ready to eat and it tastes the same. It, um, it is a clear. It is a clear substance that they have to add an orange fl- a color to to make it look so like cheese. So it's even more of a miracle of so science. So it's more petroleum <laughs> than it is um, cheese. But that being said, um, you add in the ground beef, the taco meat, and oh, you got, got the best chorizo? dip. Chorizo? Yeah, oh, dude. fuck, dude. And then I like shells and cheese, and I am going to give it a 64. 64. It's a great score. There's a place for this. Great score. All right, Velveeta, it's so bad for you. Um, we, I like how we didn't even touch on that. Couldn't care less about <laughs> So bad for you. Coffee's not good for you either, but you love it. I'm not about to rip it. <laughs> 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 it's so bad for you. That's why my score isn't higher. I'm giving it a 72. Okay. You went one higher than me. Yeah, yeah. Velveeta's great. It, any dip with Velveeta is automatically a hit. You want to hear something weird? I swear to God, at a... Um, they did like a bride and groom, like a reception. Uh, what do you call it? Rehearsal dinner? No, it oh. was like um, instead of the ceremony. Uh, I'm trying to help you out here. No, 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 Jesus! Um, it was like a it was like a dinner. It's not. It wasn't the the bride or the the groom's dinner. Anyway, <laughs> it was something. It was something we did with uh, people that were going to get married. Okay. Some, one of the moms of someone that was in the wedding party made fudge fudge using Velveeta. No. And it was awesome. I'm not kidding, dude. I was eating the fudge and I was like, this is so good. Who made this? And they're like, oh, so-and-so's mom. And I was like, what recipe is this? And she showed me and it was like one block of Velveeta cheese. Wow. I was blown away. That's I wouldn't have have known in a million years there was Velveeta in there. That's fucked up. Does that raise your score a little bit? It drops it, plummets it, but I, I already made my score. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> All right, what's up? All right, uh, next up, we're going with trampoline with sprinklers underneath it. <laughs> so specific. Oh, dude, I mean, this, here's is, a mid- the thing. this is a Midwest thing. I mean, nothing was better when you're a kid, but you're supposed to rate it now. I am going to give it an 84 because I'm assuming it's a hot day. And it's so fun, although it does make the trampoline very slippery. So watch out for head injuries. But great, Dude, that's, great, that, great fun. Growing up in that time, head injuries, I never wore a bike helmet. Like, no, I, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Your head is all dented up. Yeah. I mean, I was fine. Yeah. I don't think I ever hit my head once. I crashed my bike a hundred times. Tuck and roll. Um, I, I only really liked the trampolines with the steel cage around them. Are you serious? You were um, that kid? Um, not for safety, for cage matches. The steel oh. <laughs> cage? 
Well, it's not really a steel cage. It's a met mesh. Oh, everything has to come back to WWF mesh. for you. I'd but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it made for a great cage match. Um, this didn't really up that at all. Uh, I'm gonna vote it uh, uh, fifty-seven. So. Oh. Unfortunately, I never had a trampoline, but I always had friends that did. Because right. your parents didn't want to pay more in insurance? Uh, no, it was just sort of like, if you're going to break your neck, do it on someone else's property. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't like, want to clean that up. No, our homeowners is expensive. Yeah. Um, no, so I'm going to say, because of the lack of a, like availability for it, I'm going to go like 68. Okay. All right. But it was fun when you when you finally talk someone into throwing the sprinkler underneath their trampoline. Pretty excellent. Until their parents came out and be like, "You're gonna rust the springs." And then it was game. <laughs> oh my god, I have become that guy too. That's a scary guy. <laughs> you you heard your own voice and what I was saying. Uh, don't be in those freezies or get dripping everywhere. All right, the next one's from the Diamond Shells, and uh, it is Coors Light. Eric, why don't you take this one? Because I know what your score is going to be. Is it, is this while drinking it in a pool, uh, waiting, treading water? <laughs> Eric, I think Eric's going to have like an aversion to Coors Light after his... Uh, he drowns while drinking yeah. it. I, I like Coors Light. Um, I think it's... Uh, this is going to have to have a simple score, and I don't like to have simple scores. I'm going to give this one a 75. Okay. All right? A Coors Light does not need to be drank in any time other than when it's 90 degrees out. Mm-hmm. If you just mow the lawn... Coors Light's the best beer you can have. Um, if you need to quench your thirst by not actually quenching your thirst, Coors Light's the drink for right, you. Right, if you want to hydrate while you're drinking. Um, it is super watery, um, but it's super drinkable. Um, I would never tell anyone that Coors Light was good, but it is refreshing. Uh, it's great for drinking games. Coors Light 75. It's a great golf course beer, too. It's a great golf course beer. It's a great, great. activity beer. When your focus is not on the beer, Coors Light is my pick. Right, so I don't like Bud Light so much these days. Mick Golden is fine. You know, I have there. I have preferences. And isn't all this the taste of the Rockies too? It's the taste of the Rockies. And isn't this the cans with the when the mountains turn blue? Then the the, the summer edition has sunglasses that now turn blue. Okay, and doesn't it? Isn't um, Coors um, the banquet beer? Correct. Okay, I mean that's Coors heavy. That's Are not you Coors just Light. Clearing all this up. I'm just clearing it all up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. That's to... the one. It's yep, Coors yep. Light. And then isn't Keystone like supposed to be the cheap version of it? These are facts. Love Keystone too. No. Key Rock, baby. Keystone no, college beer okay. was was for me. Yeah, ten I mean, ten ninety nine for a thirty pack. <laughs> wow. Keystone, Rushing. Keystone in college was was I lived off of it. No, that's good. Um, I'm actually going to give it a a seventy. When you said seventy five, I wanted to do that, but then um, you know, I'm not going to steal your score. I'm going to go seventy. I I generally have a few Coors Lights in my fridge for times like you described. Yeah, Coors is great. I'll yeah. I'll go I'll go I'll go sixty five. Okay, so seventy so, average. Yeah, I was great. It's great. I I was a Miller Lite guy for a long time, and that was nothing to do with like that. I didn't like Coors Light. I would drink Coors Light, mm-hmm. but if someone was like, "What do you want?" I would get Miller Light, and I think Coors Light is great. I dislike Bud Light immensely. Okay, Key um, Rock all day. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, at Hy-Vee in Quincy, the 30 packs were 10.99. Like you could not. I wasn't about to drink Bush Light for the same price. Right. Why would I go with anything else? Don't okay. go with imitators. Right, right. Everyone was always like, "This is bottom of the barrel Coors," and I was like, "I don't need the top of the bot of the what's it? The keg? <laughs> yeah. I don't need the top. Just give me the bottom thing because this shit is good." <laughs> you just asked me about something you had just. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. 
All right, guys. Next up, we have pie. Oh shit, pie, pie. So that's like pie. that's a, that's such a like broad brush. Okay. See, right? I like but, it when they're specific, and I also like it when they're broad. Okay. I like them. All. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Pie is mostly shitty. Okay? Wow. Pie's bad. Like no, it is. It's not bad. Pie's bad. Um, well, hold on. Like let, let me just clarify. We're talking about dessert pie, not like British pies. Yeah, that are like yeah, yeah. I mean, you can interpret yeah, one. I'm interpreting it as shepherd's. I know we Does like to be weird about pie this. Count? How about a pizza? We in New York pizza. City? Pie. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. This is pie. Dessert so pie. pie. Okay, so pie is bad. Um, one Baker Square, baby. If you've ever had a grandma um, make a pie, their crust tastes like shit. Yeah, it's don't dry get the as can pies. be. Don't eat. Grandmas do not know how to make crust. Well, you they know how they make crust. Hmm. They go to the grocery store and buy the frozen shit. Which is better. Put, no, it's when they make it themselves that it's worse. Oh, when they make it themselves, experience. it's just unbearable. <laughs> now, the only type of pie I will say is good is one that has a graham cracker crust. Yep. Because that's like moist and tasty. So any graham cracker crust pie is automatically 45 points higher. Okay. What? Graham cracker is so key lime pie is what you're referring to specifically because most of those if you're talking about like cheesecake give me I don't a, know if that qualifies a banana as a pie. cream pie no, with a graham cracker crust a cake. give me a French silk pie with a gra- with yeah, a what about crust? the banana cream pie with a vanilla wafer love that love yeah, that yeah, so yeah, much yeah I like that stuff um overall pie is a shitty dessert though I mean there's so many desserts I maybe you just had pie. so much shitty pie that you like you never actually had a I've good had slice good of pie. pie I've had bad pie pies a forty two. Oh my God! A Forty way too low. Two. Holy shit! A, a pie's a forty-two. It's forty-two is wrong. Forty-two, and it's hardly above sheet cake, store-bought cake. I will say that almost all pie is better than almost all cake, and I am going to give it an eighty-four. <laughs> eighty-four. Wow. Double double and my I, score. I generally, I mean, there's certain, like a cherry pie, gross, but all those pies you were talking about, bomb. Really, really pie bad. filling is so much better than pie. Like an apple pie, like the Dutch crumble with like a lot of that on there, and then like a lot of ice cream. I mean, that's really, really. You know how bad pie stuff. is? I'm rating pudding way ahead of pie. Oh, okay, you're done. Ryan, pudding is stop. way ahead of pie. Cookies, cake, brownies, I all think that. You just well brownies, yeah. That's <laughs> completely different. Obviously, dummy. Ugh. Pie is like what people were like excited about in the 60s. It's like when we talked about fireworks before. Yeah. I don't think so, man. I think you're kind of missing the boat. I think maybe you had some bad experiences with some like overcooked kind of semi-burnt crust that was like you had to drink some milk just to even And then the get grandma the that down. made it is like sitting right there so you have like, to eat the well, whole thing. Eric, did you eat your <laughs> that's pie? That's rough. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I did. That's like, like, that's like as bad as pretending you don't have a hangover. Yeah, like root... <laughs> Pretending you don't have a hangover is... I feel like you guys are talking about a very a, specific... We're not like, supposed to... Don't give it a rating. No, we're not no. supposed to rate things unless yeah, it's been yeah. given to us. Give us that next week. I feel like yeah. you guys are talking about a very specific Thanksgiving dinner that we've all been to. I think it's mostly going to work and pretending, having to pretend all day and talk to get, having like, to customers teach. and shit. Having to teach. Whatever it might be, man. <laughs> pretending you're not hungover is much worse than just I'm being I'm going pie... Um, man, I've had some really good pie where you're like... I would definitely eat a second piece. Like, I know this is going to be a bad take. I love a really good French silk pie. Mm-hmm. Like, with that chocolate yes. and the whipped cream and then, the, like, the, the chocolate shavings on shavings. top. Unbelievably good. Um, I'm going pie 78. Okay. Easy. That's more my, Easy. my style. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very well done. 42 is so incorrect. That's crazy to me. It's, it's just a horrible take. All right. Next up, we have Farmer's Markets. Ooh. Farmer's markets. Okay. Well, I can tell you overrated, right? Overrated. Now. <laughs> overrated. It's the same thing down every aisle. Yeah. They all have green beans. 
They all so have bell peppers. They all have tomatoes. And then occasionally some of them have flowers. And then there's a coffee stand and then where the, the line is 35 people. With like there's the Asian farmers stand. that you don't even know what they have. And that's kind of exciting. Meat stand, cheese stand. Um, hey, look at we make our own hand soaps. Come try it out. I'm good. Don't care. Bakery, yeah. a second bakery, third bakery. Um, hey, we are making smoothies right here. Do you want to try one? And I don't know the price. $8 I'm not going to do that. Brew. And then there's someone selling like knickknacks. They're like selling shawls yeah, yeah. and Indian, like like turquoise, like necklaces. And you're like, I, I have no use for any of these. Right. And And the meat stand is like, Give us your email address and your home address and your phone number, and you get five bucks off this thirty pack of bratwurst. And I'm like, I'm all uh, set. Yeah, thank I don't you. Want any of that. Um, mm. Then there's some food trucks. You know, my favorite honey sticks are there. Um, hey, the honey sticks are. Cool. I think okay. So guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. You guys are being a little negative on this one. Um, I'm not saying that I need to buy a bunch, but I think going to the farmers market is a nice time. Going to the farmers market, getting out. It's sunny. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. You don't have. Uh, stay-at-home orders um well sorry i I have to say you don't have kids um because then it's not a good time so i'm gonna say farmer's market okay so say if just you could go by yourself though because you're not picking for your kids am i going by myself you're going by yourself but Uh, you can't really rate it like that then i'm going to to the bar yeah (laughs) (laughs) if i have a minute by myself i'm going to surly or dangerous man i'm not going to no farmer's market farmer's market i'm gonna go farmer's market is a 70 Three. What was the last thing you bought from a farmer's market? And you're like, that was awesome. Uh, honey sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get those anywhere, though. No, no, it doesn't no, no. have to be I, at the farm, though. I, I think that the best thing about the farmer's market is um, honey sticks. Is yeah. that when you go to the farmer's market and you spend $15 You there, realize you shower more than most of the people? No, I, I think that the best part is that you then have to come home and be like, all right, well, I bought a lot of vegetables. I'm going to have to eat some vegetables this week. I think so it's just like, good. I think it kind of forces you to eat a little healthier than maybe you would have. Okay. And like makes you feel a little creative about the ways that you're going to do that. So I'm going 73 farmers. And market. that's after my digested Potter's pasty is like moved out of my system. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, I'm definitely getting one of those if that's there. Um, I'm going to go 68. I don't have much to say on same them. ballpark. I'm going 52. Okay. Wow. All positive yeah. though. Lots of positives here. It's a positive. It's fresh. Yeah, it's technically. All right. Uh, next, we're going with the Harry Potter series. Uh, uh, books movies? or movies or just in, Both? is an entirety? Just, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. 97. I'm going to go movies. This Honestly. comes from C. Jacobson II. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Um, the second. Thank you on that. Um, <laughs> C. Jacobson. Um, you said 97? Yes. I'm going to go, um, it would have been 100 for me, but Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2 weren't very good. So I'm going to go 99. Wow. So yeah. I'm going to do not? this. I'm going to do this in two ways and then I'm going to come to a score. So I'm going to say books are um, a 96. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say movies are like an 82, but I'll overall give it like a 90. See, I'm just really mostly talking about the books. Like when you say Harry Potter series to me, I'm just thinking the books, and that's really what it is, right? It's the books. I'm not thinking, oh, the theme park. But you know, does it say it, Harry it was Potter closed books. when I was there? Those last four Harry Potter books slash movies, unbelievable. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, the some, the movies are fantastic. I'm reading them with my kids or my you know my older kid. He's only six, but he's loving it. We just finished book four, and the movies and keep getting better. Talk about like dark, right? Like well plotted out and thought out. They have stuff in book one that you don't revisit until book seven, and it's really, really fucking genius. Um, although I will say, 
a lot of the fat shaming stuff, a lot of like the stereotypes that they use for house elves and for the Gringotts people. And for the Asians. And for the, I mean, it's, J.K. Rowling was a, is like a little dated even though they're not that old. But anyways, um, it's still, it's a 97. I mean, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's magical. Like my kids just so wish magic was real right now and it's just heartbreaking that it's not. If I'm rating Although logistically, the, it's just impossible. like I said. If I'm rating the books alone, it's a ninety-six. Yeah, so I'm just go the whole with nine. Thing, just, yeah, it's a ninety-nine. I freaking love Harry Potter. I love think it. it's my favorite series. Okay, that's uh, strong. Don't they love strong. pie and Harry Potter? No, oh, they love all type of like weird pie. shit. They're like, I don't even know. I was just trying to get you going. All right, uh, next up we have Dairy Queen Blizzards coming from Our Homes sixteen. Um, it's very strong. Almost. Anything you get in there is a 95. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to jump with 95 right away. I love it. I love them. They're great. This is the thing I get. You, you can Dairy hand Queen. me a blizzard in December. <laughs> so what's your order? In March, in June, in July. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm going to crush it. Uh, so they had the the chocolate caramel truffle blizzard that was out of control good. Yeah. It was almost too sweet, but I like a good like cookies and cream Blizzard, yes. like Oreo, just just straight up cookies and cream Blizzard, set you right. No matter what kind of mood you're in, it'll it'll make you happy again. <laughs> Eat your feelings. So you guys both going 95. I'm gonna give it a great score, but not quite that great. I'm gonna go 87. Why I love it. Lose you can get a good or... you can get a good cherry pie Blizzard. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I, they do the pie Blizzards and they put in the the graham cracker. I, they're they're pretty good. My order right now would be always the chocolate extreme or the s'more. Either of those are always. good. I like so. the Heath. I like Heath. Just Heath. Dude, with all your, you need is Heath. With your teeth? <laughs> that should pull all your crowns out, dog. What are you talking about? Fuck <laughs> off. Well, you can't eat popcorn. You tell me you can't eat popcorn. because Yeah, it's because it's so... Cr- those those Widowmakers in there will knock the block off my fucking teeth. My back teeth are fragile these days. That's what I'm saying. You uh, can't I'm eat a Heath. I'm not going through that again. I suppose you can just swallow the it. Like You don't have to chew it. It's not that hard. I mean, how hard do you think this shit is? It's like it's a crunchy. rubberized caramel. No, it's crunchy. Oh, no, it is it's not. It's not even dude, getting tacky that stuff gets, in my mouth. It oh, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. yeah. It's like toffee, dude. When's the last time you it's had a Heath It's a toffee bar. bar. Yeah, it's not a soft toffee bar. It's a crunchy bar. You have no basis for this, so we'll move on quickly. <laughs> all right. Uh, we all liked it, though. Blizzard's is real popular with us. All right. So we're moving on to another one. This one kind of had, it's kind of a two-part thing because multiple people were asking about the same thing. So um, first up, uh, Gabrielle Snyder says, Wisconsin's pride and joy Culver's. Mm. And says, feel free to give a bonus rating to Wisconsin. Well, let's, save, let's save the Wisconsin. Wisconsin someone no, no, no. else actually. Well, no. So then Miss Blue Jean also said oh. Wisconsin. So let's go with both of them here. Um, Culver's and a bonus one, Wisconsin. Okay. So okay. Since, since we just talked about Dairy Queen, Cement Mixers, the, the different version of the Blizzard, still elite. Still Those elite. are great. I'll take a um, Blizzard over it, but. A Culver's Butter Burger and an order of the Crinkle Fries for me is uh, 94. Wow. Easy. I mean, it it is. The, the fries. It oh. is the best food. I know you're not. A, you're an anti-crinkle guy, which I'm gonna, is I'm going to do it a little different when it's my turn. So I'll, I'll wait for my turn. However, Wisconsin's a two. So mm. I'm going to go <laughs> 60. So you're going wow. no, I'm kidding. But like, four for Culver's and a two for Wisconsin. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Hitler's a one. Let's keep that in mind. So. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna go with um, Culver's is good, but it's 
so overrated. Any person mm. who has any family who's ever been to or lived in or has relatives in Wisconsin thinks that Culver's is the greatest thing ever. Um, I thought you were going to say lived in a Culver's. Everyone, like, <laughs> everyone who is from Wisconsin has a story about that they know the people who started Bob Culver's. Culver. Yeah. Every yeah. person oh, of course, for, yeah. from Wisconsin knows him personally. Um I think Culver's is a 64. Whoa, wow, that's it's really good. Low. It's good. It's a fast food restaurant. It's a fast food restaurant that you have to like go through the drive through and then they're like, we'll it's, be out in 15 minutes. It's fast casual, everything. Eric. It's not it's fast not food. It's 15 minutes. It's the other like thing four is, minutes. if you've ever been in a Culver's, it's literally the Sunday church crew that's there seven days a week. It I is know, so mostly what? old people. Um, but they come, they come to get their walleye, man. They come to get their like their fish and chips, and some of that stuff's still pretty good. So I'm going to start it at a 95. Hold on. I'm going 64 Culver's. I'm going eight for Wisconsin. Wow. An eight. It's very low. Um, Okay. So Culver's, right? I mean, the burgers are fantastic and the ice cream is is great and their chicken strips and chicken sandwiches, fantastic. So let's start at 95. I'm going to subtract five points because the fries are a pass. Like just don't get them. Get something else. False. Crinkle fries. Uh, Unbelievable. Eric, do you like warm unseasoned potato? Yeah, that's what crinkle fries are. <laughs> I like them. Um, don't crinkle put. Yeah, how do they get good. the salt in the middle? Oh, they don't. I guess salt they don't. in the middle. James, There's no way to salt the middle of a fucking crinkle. Your so crinkle it's, fry it's, take it's is mashed so wrong. potatoes without seasoning inside. No, of a your thin. Crin- your crinkle fry take is so wrong. It's so bad. Crinkle I fries like are trash. crinkle fries are great so long as you don't let them sit too long. Um, I'll take almost any other type of fry. Anyway. Oh, almost. Oh, any jo- fry. oh Jojo is- potatoes. Okay, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> steak fries? Yes, yeah, steak fries. Well, steak fries, same problem, really. All right. Um, but, you know, then I have to subtract a couple points. It does take a while. It's a little bit more expensive than it probably needs but it's to fast be. Ca- it's like Chipotle. It's like you're, you're I, not, you're I not, get all those You're not things. in and out. This isn't I get all McDonald's. those things. I'm going to land at an 86, and I think that's actually pretty strong. That's a pretty solid score. And Wisconsin... It's okay. I'm gonna give it a twenty, not for the people. Oh God, are the people horrible? But it's a very beautiful country. The Wisconsin bluffs, is the beautiful. Rivers, you have no reason to the go rolling. There. They have a little bit more terrain than we have. Wisconsin has such great attractions as cheese curds. It has such great Wisconsin attractions Dales. as Wisconsin Dells. Wee-hoo. And 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 it has um, it's like drunk, irresponsible, more racist. Um, less infrastructure, Minnesota. 20. <laughs> it sounds like 20 to me. All right, guys, last one. Um, this one's coming from uh, LA Flame Vintage. I think it's La Flame Vintage VTG. La Flame. So, yeah, La Flame Vintage VTG there. Um, it says Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I love this one to end. So I will say... If you would so, ask me 10 years ago, I'd have a different answer. It's crazy. Like, Jimmy Fallon has had a really interesting career. Um, so if I'm looking at his body of work, I'm going to look at really SNL mm-hmm. and really The Tonight Show. His uh, movies are... Mostly he had a baseball movie that was fine. Fever Pitch, who cares? Oh, right, right. Nobody saw it. He didn't do much else. So I feel like... The YouTube version of Jimmy Fallon, where they pull out these like six minute highlights, are really funny at times. Like the one where he told his story about how, or he he didn't realize he was on a date with Nicole Kidman, is like comedy gold. Yeah, like that that stuff is so funny. But then like listening to him like riff with guests live is bad. It's mostly bad. Yeah, his time on SNL, I think he was a really good writer for the show. I think. His weekend update was pretty strong overall. 
Um, but he couldn't do anything else without breaking character. Like I don't. And some think, people loved that, and I don't like that. That, that much. takes me out. Yes, because I'm watching a sketch comedy show, not like you just trying. The Jimmy to Jimmy Fallon thinks everything's funny. Show they literally couldn't have him in any sketches with Will Ferrell because he couldn't handle it. He couldn't do because it. Will Ferrell never broke character, and is obviously like one of the all time greats. Still doesn't. And so, yeah, now he's just playing that version of himself on TV. So right. I think Jimmy Fallon, for me, is like a 53. So he's overall positive. But barely. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess I have a lot of the same issues you do. I think that he is a little bit of a... He a, seems a little fake. Um. I love the memes about him of like... Guess says literally anything and then Jimmy Fallon is like... Ah, slapping yeah. the table and... um. You have to do a little bit of that, but like he's over the top. I am actually, I'm going to give him a 42. It's overall negative. I think he's a little bit fake. He's probably a nice guy, so I'm not going to like, you know, put him in the 20s or anything. 42. Okay, Jimmy Fallon, if you would have asked me a decade ago, I would have had a very favorable rating. But in the last decade, what's changed? Jimmy Fallon's love for Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Mm. He seems like such a douchebag, and he seems like his favorite thing is himself. Um, I think he went from being one of the most likable celebrities to an unbearable right. one. Ooh. And at this point, I would give him a 28. I dislike Jimmy Fallon. I wouldn't watch his show. You put him in the 20s. Um, I don't like him at this point. And uh, yeah, so uh, Jimmy Fallon's rating for Jimmy Fallon, 100. <laughs> we know that. Okay, so uh, guys, that is all the time we have on this episode. Um, if we have to rank this episode, I'm going to give it a 93. If I have to rank the Nordies podcast, I'm giving it a 98. If I have to rank our fans, I'm giving it a 100. If you add all of those up, if you add all those things up, it's more people than we're at Trump's rally in Tulsa. So. Sweet. There That's you go. Still. So we will be back uh, later this week with a sports cast. Until then, thank you guys for listening to the Nord East podcast. Yeah.